Big girl. Big girl. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. What was that? Kevin and Perry go large. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame you bring up that at a I time like this. I reckon that might be all right if you watched it now. You reckon? Yeah, but you're an in-betweener stan, so I, I don't I trust it. your... You like anything where men approaching their 30s and above play teenagers um, when they're yeah. trying to lose, get their end away, so to speak. No, I secretly love the in-betweeners because I have made a career out of being Jay. Right. Which one's Jay? The one who tells lies about all the girls that you have sex with. Nice. Like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, well there's, a man on, there's a man on Instagram that I've sent you a couple of times that reminds me of your shtick a little bit. A oh, man, yeah. A man who's kind of got Wave. a si- similar sort of like He's brilliant. beard and hair. And it, and it's basically an act you used to do about five years ago. But he's he's managed to monetize it, Luke. Yeah. he's And he's much creepier than I was ever able to be. <laughs> he's basically what I wanted to do with that. Yeah. Well, the one where I used to talk about making like really intense eye contact with people and then wetting myself and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll he, talk he's about going. Got, you know, let's I name check him. Yeah, see, I can't remember his name. What's I think it's. Name? I think he's wife on Instagram. Let Whiff. me check. Are yeah, because I think people would deserve to, to hear it. Yeah, he's very good. It. But it, but it did remind me. I said to you, you know, this reminds me of you about five years ago when you used to come up to, to me and go, "Yeah, should we go and get some food? Yeah, hmm, yeah, eat some, eat lots of food, shall we? Hmm, yeah, hmm, like that." And it, it used to creep me out. <laughs> it's called Waif W A I F eight underscore. Yeah, I hope uh, he's very. He's, successful. He is really funny. When you when you saw when you came across him and sent him to me, I watched every single one of his videos and his thing, and I loved all of them. <laughs> Check it out, everyone. It's, a, should, bit, it's a bit of David Brent, which again, you know, it's kind of what we were all doing around at that time. But yeah, he, he's, he's up there. Yeah, Good. enjoy. But I think also just as another point of having before we get into the show proper, after you check out Waif. Waif. Um, do um, contribute to our um, GoFundMe. We're um, in support of the Tate brothers. After yes, um, yes, news I came think I them. think they've had a rough old time of things. Oi, oi, you 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 boast about moving to Romania because it's corrupt and you can pay your way out of anything, <laughs> and then you get corrupted on and you're mm. labelled a prat. What a shame! What? Even if he hasn't done it, mm. he's boasted that he loves the corruption. Yeah. So, can't you know, complain, what is it? You, really, can't, can you? you can't. You can't just have one side of the corruption. What? Like, why? Why did both of those idiots? Bearing in mind, they're supposed to be these perfect, like images of male perfection. Uh, but they all they talk in the front of their mouth like this. And one of them's like, got severe male pattern baldness. Yes, and one of them does have. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But I would tentatively venture mm. all the behaviour might be an extension of the insecurity of that. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. It's, it's normally a little, little insight to people who don't know the world of the middle-aged man. Mm. Uh, I know those guys are perhaps a bit younger, but it's generally speaking, if a man is obnoxious on the telly, for example, mm. it's normally for one of two reasons, male pattern baldness or a failure to achieve erection. Correct. Who have we had? Uh, I mean, there's so many spots, uh, people on, on, on the telly who are like that. We saw a lot of them at the Champions League final, I seem to recall. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, I would say that uh, we've got we've got a new hero of the of the right, haven't we? We've got a new hero of the of the um, robust male anti-vax uh, right, haven't we? This week, it's we've not got, me, is it? It's not you, no. It's no. Uh, um, it's uh, is it uh, one of the it's one of the Kennedys? Is which one um, killed that woman? <laughs> Oh my with the, god! In the car, you're really opening with that, are you? Yeah, I'm opening with that. I don't care who who drove the car off the off the cliff and rolled out before, like he got dragged into the. Right, let's let's just go back, pull back, yeah, and not worry about that part of it. All right, because who you're talking about is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Aren't Robert you? F. Kennedy Jr. But yeah. there was yeah. there was a Kennedy. 
that rolled yes. out of a car, didn't he? Yes. Yes. Chappaquiddick you're talking about. Right. Yeah, what the Chappaquiddick incident you're talking about in, yeah. in, in um, 1969. Which, which brother was that? That was Ted Kennedy. That was Ted Kennedy, right. I knew there, yeah. was, a, I knew there was a Ted somewhere in there. Theodore. Yeah. Good. All right, fine. Uh, but that's not nothing to do with the fact no. that old Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been doing vaccine nonsense for ages. Mm. It's just that he happened to pop up on Joe Rogan. Mm. Yeah, now, he's he's been he's been, he's been very charge. busy, uh, the, and um, a lot of people have been sort of saying it's quite sweet, really. They, they've been saying, um, to be honest, like I'd usually be against um, clever people debating uh, idiots, but to be honest, when I was really right wing, debating people was was really um, useful because I had to sort of research my so called research, and it turns out a lot of what I thought was a lot of shit. <laughs> So actually, the uh, even the act of potentially considering a debate yeah. is enough to shake people out of their nonsense. Yeah, sometimes. you just have a look around. You sort of go, I mean, there's a lot of bad websites saying all this stuff. I've not right. seen a single reputable website saying any but, of this. But then what you've got to do, and what you must do, and this is solid advice, mm. is you then must double down. Double down. Never lose face. Never lose face. Just Never double down for crying Keep out loud. Keep everything exactly the same as it always has been yeah. so that you don't get upset or frightened. Is is there anything, is there like a conspiracy theory that I can get involved with that will not ally me to the more unsavoury side of, of conspiracy yeah, theories? Like is there, like, is there one about like... Conspiracy theory. Yeah, is there, some, is there something that I could be a preeminent expert on, um, a, a conspiracy theory that's not really going to do much harm to anyone? Like, you know, all giraffes are uh, homosexual or something like that. Like, like, I have an, like, I have an idea in my head. I sort of say, giraffes, there's no straight giraffes. And if they do procreate, it's just because they think they're having sex with a with another um, same uh, yeah. same sex, uh, and yeah. they and, and it's just accidental. But truly, giraffes are all gay. Now, I just need something like that that's not going to offend anyone. Well, I think that particularly what you've, what you've stumbled upon there is every mm. conspiracy theory has to start somewhere, right? Yeah. So you could just start that one if you wanted. Yeah. All but right. Well, one, well one I pulled that one out to... my out my bum, so to speak, and I. <laughs> And I and, and I don't want to start with that one, but maybe we could come up with one. Uh, Luke Picture, hello at LukePicture.com. Maybe somebody could come and get in touch. Um, what's a nice, safe conspiracy theory that's mental, but safe enough for me not to be pulled in with all of the right-wing lot, well, but make yeah. a bit of money off it? Oh, you want to make money? I think, yeah. I, I think that yeah, changes yeah. the dial a bit. Okay. <laughs> I want you to do it just for the joy of it. I don't want you to make money out of it. Oh, okay, fair. So, All so right. that because that's when it becomes a grift, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I've got a list here of um, conspiracy theories, mm. and I can think of a couple off the top of my head that aren't. Um, I mm, so what about this one? The one that keeps popping into my head is the conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney died in the sixties. Yeah, and was mm. replaced by an imposter. Now, I'm tempted to say that's probably harmless to everyone apart from. Paul McCartney, hmm. but I now quite intensely dislike Paul McCartney, so I don't care about that. <laughs> Why? Because the AI uh, AI stuff he's been. No, up just, to. I think he's. I just think he's really un. Just a really embarrassing bloke. But you love music from that. We had a little little tete on the WhatsApp about Pulp being the best best um, band ever. No, you and were obnoxious, and I I sent some laughing emojis. That does not constitute a tete tete. A tete tete. Mano and Mano on the WhatsApp group. Um, in front of us, in front of our colleagues, by the way. What is wrong with that? I'm just no, nothing. Bit, I'm just saying. Posted a picture of Jarvis Cocker to, <laughs> playing Rolf Harris. What are you going to do? Like Rolf Harris. Why, did, why did that picture you said, shared of Jarvis Cocker look so much like Rolf Harris? Because he was playing Rolf Harris in um, uh, in that show, wasn't he? 
He was I singing two little boys. I had no idea that happened. Oh, yeah, Tell he did. Yeah, yeah. It's stars in their eyes. He came out and he sang two little boys dressed as Roll Paris. Is it, was that before what was known about? Obviously, that was before. What was yeah, I mean, about. that would be, even for ITV, that would be mental. <laughs> yeah. So I want to give people the full picture here. Mm. So we, there was a kind of adjacent conversation happening in the team stack yeah. WhatsApp group. Yeah. Someone mentioned something about music uh, and about Sheffield. And I think it was because the, the Arctic Monkeys cancelled the show because um, laryngitis. Yeah, and so we were talking about that. And then someone talked about Sheffield bands, and then you piped up. I thought actually it was it. What was quite interesting was the whole thing was quite a role reversal between you and I, because you came in with a massive tout, which is like me, right? And then yeah. I laughed at you, which would normally be the other way around. Mm, that's fair. So you you just came straight in, two footed, and went best fourth, fifth, and sixth albums in rock history. I, I and then think, left the chat again. I think so. I'm always in the chat. I mean, me not being there, it's just I'm not posting. It doesn't make any sense. I uh, I would say that, um, uh, I mean, there can't be that many bands who hit their stride four albums in. Like, yeah, there must it? be. There are. Really? There are. I mean, there can't be, really. I mean, I mean, but to go from where Pulp were, awful, to where Pulp got to, excellent. Awful. I'm very much in, because uh, I'm going to see them next week, I think. I'm very much in the, uh, in, in the. I'm very excited about seeing Pulp live um, kind of thing. No, I think it's, I think it's great. That you, I, I, I don't wish to you know, bestow any ill feeling <laughs> towards them upon you. I, I like mm. that you like them. I've not, not got an issue with that. You're presumably talking about his and hers, different class, and this is hardcore, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're saying that's a great album run. That's now, a great album run. There's a wider conversation some of my friends and I have about has any artist ever done five 10 out of 10 albums in a row, right? That's and so rare. I, I don't quite, think anyone's I, I even think, done I four. I think it might be non-existent. Now, a lot yeah. is very subjective. I don't think there is an artist out there that has done five 10 out of 10 albums in a row. And you, instantly you're thinking, okay, what about the Beatles? I don't even think the Beatles have done it. And I don't think Bob Dylan's done it. And I don't think David Bowie's done it. And I don't think Neil Young's done it either. It might be something mad like, um, yeah, but but it's t- it's it's ten out of ten for them though, isn't it? It's 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 five out of five, ten out of ten albums for them. But, but but if you look at the Beatles as an example, if you go through what would be generally, I think generally considered to be their golden period mm. from kind of nineteen sixty five ish to you know to whatever, they did Rubber Soul. Fine, people would say that the following albums are ten out of tens: Rubber Soul, Revolver, Sergeant Pepper's, Magical Mystery Tour isn't a ten out of ten album. No, and that's where the that's where the road stops. And it's very difficult to find um, an artist that's done that. The only one I could potentially think of, this is going to get me in a lot of trouble with both with you and with the listenership at large, is I wonder if the Super Furry Animals have done it. <laughs> what I think are they you might on have. about? I what think are they you might on have. about, you maniac? No, I, think, I genuinely think they might have, mate. You'd be, play- be saying Primal Scream have done it next. What, what's wrong with you? No, like, no, no, I no, like no. the Super Furry Animals. But even, like, even you've got to sort of go... Right, even for British pop music of that genre and that era, that two, that you know, that double decade sort of period, that's not up there. It's just not. I think if you ignore, and this is potentially problematic again, I'm turning into Andrew Tate myself here. If you ignore the Welsh language album, if you ignore the Welsh language album, <laughs> Fuzzy oh, Logic, Radio, and Gorilla, Rings Around the World, and Phantom Power are all fucking brilliant. They're all br- fucking brilliant, but they're not like. They're just not. They just can't be up there. They're not five Jarvis out of five, ten out of ten is not fit to smell the exhaust fumes of the fucking bus that takes super furry animals laundry to the fucking laundrette. Good, 
good, good stuff. Oh, anyway, why we would they take a show bus to the long trip with this stuff on? What do you think people who've never heard the show before are thinking right now? Give them an intro, Pete. Very musy. Very into two men talking about stuff. Um, yeah, it's just just two two lads talking about uh, uh, batteries and stuff. I, I reckon. And, um, and, and I know there's like a meme thing now where two white men talk about nothing on podcasts, mm. and it's like a thing, and it's a bit cringe. Mm. I want it to be known for the record. We've been doing it longer and worse than all. Of yeah, them. and and we used to be both better and worse at it. So yeah, you know. We've got tidier, if anything, I would say. I'm a dad now. I can't do anything. <laughs> You're a dad now. I've noticed, actually, um, when Father's Day came around uh, last week, um, I-, I realised that you've absolutely maximised the amount of Father's Days you've got. Absolutely cynical what? move to have a bairn, like, mere weeks yeah. just before Father's Day, so that you maximise every last Father's Day you get out of that little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Depends when I die, though, doesn't it? Well, not really, because you're giving yourself the best chance. Because you could be waiting a whole year, almost three oh, to get four one. days to get yeah. there, and then and then yeah. and then you would, yeah. So I, I think it's just well, well done. Well, when the wife I've actually was pregnant, Mother's Day came along, right? And I um, got her some Mother's Day stuff anyway. Yeah, that's um, fair. But then, and then also, the our baby's due date was on the American Mother's Day. Oh yeah, I guess being it's a different one. Does, so, does, so my does, wife does, does, actually will get two Mother's Days every year. Double um, passports. You have dual nationality. Yeah, but that's nothing to do with Mother's Day, Pete. Yeah, but I think you should be able to legally have two Mother's Days if you're because you're not getting one because you're not American. But like, I think having two. No, the baby will have both. Yeah, and and also I think there's an international. The baby's two, not a mother. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> no, the baby Greedy. will have two passports. The baby will have two passports. Is what I mean. Oh, just like uh, uh, um, uh, the Prime Minister's dad. <laughs> Um, Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson. <laughs> yeah, my baby. Who, my baby that was only born last month actually voted for Brexit as well. So that, <laughs> that annoys you. Don't listen. He's don't just, listen to the show. He, he's 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 basically a, a better citizen of both of us because we've not got dual passports. He, like, he's not paying any tax. When I sort of go to uh, when you fly on British Airways now um, and you go west, they do like to um, flood you with adverts for like I think Saint Lucia and maybe Bermuda where you can pay. Like twenty grand and get a passport there, and it's oh, supposed I've seen to be more adverts, obviously yeah. more useful than having uh, an it's Bermuda, American passport. isn't it? Is it Bermuda? I think, think Saint so. Lucia do it do it as well. Right. But I think um, like it's the most, it's one of the more useful uh, 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 passports, and you can get it wherever you, you you're from, I suppose. Because our passport used to be quite useful, less useful now, um, but still. In the pantheon of, you know, in the, in, the, in the collection of different passports, very useful. I think the most useful one is Japan. You can go anywhere. No, right, so, that the, so, the, so, so the Global Passport Power Rank, a.k.a. the Passport Index, mm. is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, it used to be that um, the UK and the US were number one. Yes, yeah. It's not the case now. Yeah, would, would that would the is it? I mean, presumably it's more difficult for British people and American people to travel to places like Russia and Belarus. So, like, so, that yeah, would so, notch it. That would notch it down a little bit as well, wouldn't it? So, there's like for some reason, and this is passportindex.org. And I've, I, mm. weirdly enough, when I was thinking of looking into something else, I um, I looked this up before. I'm pretty sure it is it is legit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah, because it's it's uh, just how how difficult it is to get into different countries, and and yeah. obviously. Um, we used to be up there. Yeah, so the, so that basically now that um, Japan, you're right, Japan's number one. It's 2023. It's Singapore good. is number two, Willie. Really. South Korea's um, joint number two with it. Germany's right. three with Spain. 
and you have to go all the way down to um, sixth now for United Kingdom and seventh now for United States. Right. Okay. So, uh, do you want the most the most useless passport in the world? Um, See if you can name any of the, the bottom five. Bottom five. North Korea. Do they even have passports? I That's, weirdly enough, they're not in the bottom five. Really? They are okay. There, yeah. All right. Um, would it be one of those? Uh, would it, would it be like a disputed territory who've issued their own? Yeah, Scotland business? is. <laughs> no, I'm just sorry. Um, it's Afghanistan, right? Iraq, okay. Syria, Pakistan, and Yemen are the bottom five. Um, Isn't that interesting? Because like, you, yeah. you meet people from those places all the time. It's great stuff. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, well, you live in Leon C, so I don't know if you meet them all the time. <laughs> well, I hear people complain about them all the time. <laughs> That's not the same thing. <laughs> uh, but I think, I guess maybe that, maybe I suppose it has to be officially recognised by the international community to be an official passport, perhaps. Right, so okay. You, so, yeah. you, don't get, you don't get them from, you know, they're not observed for some right, other okay. reason. But, um, but yeah, so the UK and the US used to be top. I remember that because I read it. I read about it a few years ago, but mm. obviously that's gone to shit now. So probably since Brexit for, for the UK, to be honest. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we got notched down a few because it's just more difficult to get into places, isn't it? You got to get in the but, different lines and stuff. But you know, all joking aside, I would also say this: if people weren't so beset upon doing the country down, Brexit would be more of a success, and the passport power rankings would go up. Yeah, I, I just think that um, if we back Britain a bit more, this this yeah. This, this, this guy. If, I, think, I just think if we ate out to help out more, <laughs> things would if be a we bit jingle to jangle, what was it? Jingle jangle oh, party. Mingle, jingle to mingle. Jingle to mingle. I'm yeah. more of a uh, jangle to mangle. Uh, Mrs. Mangle from Neighbours and Jimmy yeah. Savile. That's that's kind of where I am emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> jingle to mingle. I, 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 I'm also more of a, uh, a mangle to Kurt Angle. Where <laughs> I um, hang out with the wrestler Kurt Angle, and he mangles me. He mangles um, you, yeah. To 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 help out. Yeah, he's he's as he's getting older, he's um he's kind of like resembling a bit of a like a baldy sort of Stretch Armstrong kind of figure. He's just looking very sort of stringy and weird. I haven't clapped eyes on the man for a long time. I'm no. gonna look at him now. He does some good uh, social medias with his little daughter, which is quite cute. Does he indeed? He does. Oh, yeah, he looks really old now. Bloody he hell, he does look really old now. But like bald guys, kind of stay stay kind of young looking for quite a while. But Angle's just kind of like hit that. 55 year old <laughs> he looks a bit like Wilco Johnson <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wilco Johnson the drummer guy late the late the, the, no, the Dr. Feelgood singer oh yes in, okay um, yeah, yeah, yes, Game yes, of Thrones yes, yes, yes. that's it yeah which you spoilered for me famously did not, not um, do that but yeah I mean Kurt Angle is the first time I've looked at the man for ages speaking of um, eat out to help out yeah I don't want to I don't want to say this in an offensive way so just stop me if this is like an offensive way of putting it right uh, and that's me asking you to do that yeah so okay that's where we are now eat into what <laughs> Yeah, you're the worst. Is is Rishi Sunet like a really weirdly small bloke? He's got. Um... So I'm not having to go him just for being short because obviously he can't. But he's, he he just seems next to every other person he stands next to, he seems like like almost disproportionately small. I think he's. Um, I, I think he's quite. Um, he's just. He's just. I, I think he's in proportion though, so you don't really notice it quite so much when he's no, not I think with you people. You notice it more because he's in proportion. You reckon? I think he looks. I think he's got the. The Tom Cruise kind of um, um, algorithm, you know, he's got slightly bigger head than his than his shoulders. He, you know, he's just he's just doing doing his thing. I think yeah, he's done I... very well out of that to be prepared to Tom Cruise. <laughs> both ways. I just, I just, I'm not, I'm not unused to seeing people shorter than me, of course, because mm. you know. But he just seems 
Like, he, he photographs very badly. He looks well, like an just, action man. Well, I, th- I think when he got caught on a hot mic uh, talking about... Um, um, not, trans I, people. When, when people say the trans debate, it's just, you know, some people are being cruel and other people are saying, don't do that. It's not really a debate, is it? Someone's just been a cunt somewhere. Uh, like you tra- and me and Pulp. Say, exactly, yes. Yeah. The new, that could be part of my conspiracy theory, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That, people, uh, that the world is trying to keep Pulp down. Yeah, I think the new world order. We need a great reset so we can enjoy his and hers on vinyl again. I think that you should start a conspiracy that Jarvis Cocker's actually really young. Yes, even even though people will point to the fact, as discussed on this show, their first appeal uh, session was 1981. <laughs> <laughs> he was apparently he was in his first band in um, 1978. It it seems mad that they would be doing that sound at a time when the Sex Pistols were doing their thing. You know what I mean? Around like, the same time, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, we give or take a couple of years, but you do sort of go, it's very different to what everyone else is doing. I think he's five years older than Ian Brown. Yeah. And, he, and, and has he got any nunchucks? That's the question. Has he got any bloody nunchucks? COVID, he uses the nunchucks to fight the COVID. He, he does. He no, yeah, carry those, on, carry on what little, you were going to say about those, Rishi Sunak. Those little balls sort of float over. He knocks them out. Um, I, think, um, op- I think opinions like that, uh, that he got caught on hot mics sort of saying this and that about trans people, um, uh, about biology uh, lessons and stuff. That makes him sound like the nerdiest little child who's trying to impress some bigger boys. And it's those kind yeah, of things that makes me sort of go, oh, yeah, yeah. When he tries to sort of, when he tries to sort of fit in with um, the bigger boys, it just makes me think, well, everyone's oh, a bigger boy. you're actually quite petty, aren't you? Actually quite he's, petty he's... and small. It, you pretend to be this David Cameron kind of like a populist, but you, you're actually just a small little idiot, aren't you? I wouldn't say David Cameron's a populist, but is he? Well, I mean, I say he's a he's a um, sorry, an everyman rather than a populist. I oh, say. sorry, okay, right, sorry. yeah. So, so my issue with that would be that you know, ultimately, if you think about it the most recent leaders we've had in the UK, they don't really have any opinions at all. No, so these well, things can come up, can't they? Because they are either playing to the crowd or trying to impress a bigger boy or coming out with the latest thing. Like Rishi Sunak, I promise you now, a man of his means, um, the family of his means, with the career he's had, mm. he has zero interests whatsoever. He's never had to form any kind of opinion before in his life. Yeah. And so he has no, it's, just a, it's just a gaping black hole where a policy platform should be because he doesn't have any opinions. So you could say that about Boris Johnson in a different way. You could say about Boris Johnson, he's the arch manipulator, the arch kind of shapeshifter, and he'll just go with the flow, you know, go with the flow and, and you know do what he thinks people want, and that makes him a populist. Mm. You know, I would say that you know, for better or worse, the best politicians stand for something. There's something that you can take them on and say, I think that's fucking bullshit. Um, I would say it's kind of that's kind of a, a trend around the Western world. You know, I mean, you know, Donald Trump doesn't have any opinions. No, and, he doesn't and, know and, what he thinks. And and you know, we've had eight years of of just very little governance because no one's got anything that they really want to get done. Really, isn't it? That, that, that's that's that's. Would the you issue. would you have Jarvis in there? I don't. I just think he'd make it a bit dirty. <laughs> just, he's, big, he's got a dirty big... mind, and I just think he'd sort. <laughs> yeah. of, he'd start legalizing like. I don't know, he'd, he'd legalise, like, like a lot of saunas and stuff. <laughs> I don't think saunas are illegal anyway, are they? Uh, I, I mean, I guess it depends on what you get up to, I suppose, yeah. How would you rate yourself as in a, a sauna? boy if, if, ten, if ten is Jarvis Cocker and one is, like... Oh, I'd be... Oh, what do you mean, as in... Oh, I thought you meant if he was going to call me up as a, as a front-bencher. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd happily... Where's that come from? I'd happily take a, take a position. 
I bloody Ministry love to see your front bench in the comments. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Minister for internet. What Minister, does he do? He just, Minister um, for the dark web. the cable in. He just plugs the cable in. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But that's 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 actually a really interesting point as well, I think, because I, I, when I was on paternity leave, I watched an episode of Question Time, mm. and one of the questions was about the danger of AI. Mm. And, the, and not, well, not necessarily the danger, but the kind of ramifications of AI. Mm. And um, for those people listening outside the UK, Question Time is basically a panel show which is chaired, and there's an audience who get to ask questions. And it's normally a broad set of pundits from across the political spectrum. So you get a Conservative MP, a Labour MP, you'll get some kind of business leader, you'll get an environmentalist, and you'll get, I don't know, like a fucking writer or a broadcaster or something. And the question was about the ramifications of AI, as I've said. And what I found really interesting, and this I think is something that will pique your interest as well, mm. is that not one person... So, so, so the alternative panellist was Billy Bragg that week. He's obviously old and quite left wing, but like he was the kind of light relief type character. Right, and the yeah. rest were all like MPs and business leaders. Not one of them could even accurately classify what artificial intelligence yeah, actually was. They basically was just answered questions doing. about the internet. They basically answered about questions about they thought it was like they thought the question was what are the dangers of the internet? Like they were basically saying, oh, you know, we've got to sort out trolling and we've got to sort out, you know, f- fake scamming and, and misinformation and stuff. It was nothing to do with the question. And I thought to myself, that's completely weird because it's one thing to have a different opinion on how to approach a topic or a subject or a problem. It's another thing where every single apparently thought leader in the room can't even engage on the actual question. Honestly, so no one's got any clue what's happening. We spoke about this about two years ago um, on the Lincoln Pete show where... Um, a frontbencher and minister for something quite um, relevant to what they were talking about said um, got the um, got got the idea of a hashtag mixed up with a hash in crypt- cryptography and cryptocurrency and stuff like that. Like they mm. got it mixed up because they had no idea. When was the last time a technocrat was found in the in the House of Commons? Like no one's got a fucking clue how most of the things happen. In the world these days, they've just they've just not got the first fucking clue. And and we've and how long have we had the internet? And no one's got a fucking At idea about how it all goes. At least a year. In my house, doing my fucking BT net. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, I literally had to start an email today with. Um, hang on, let me get it up. This is about as forthright as Donaldson ever gets. Ever. Not in my experience. Not in my experience. <laughs> Um, Cameron, can you get this moving, please? I can't spend more time on getting your team to do their job. Can you not use a um, different provider? Not really. I'll put the wires in now. Let's have a break so you can calm down. <laughs> then we come back, we'll do batteries. All right, then. We're back with the Luke and the Pete show. <laughs> I, I'm Pete, Pete Patterson. I, I'm Luke Moore, and I, and I, I know for a fact that producer Rory is absolutely delighted when we do about 28 minutes without a break. Yeah, he I know too. And it. and also you have to go back and uh, bleep out everyone's second name on that last uh, diatribe about BT. Uh, so, keeps him busy. Oh, He's off to Glastonbury tomorrow as He's well, so he'll be gutted. <laughs> Extra work. On a come down on Sunday night. <laughs> oh, in his tent. Oh, dirty. Rory, take your laptop to Glastonbury with you, mate. You'll be, t- be able to tether to your phone. Uh, all right, then. Uh, it's time for um, some battery brands. I've not actually got the running order up. That's how full of... Uh, Pep, Vim and Vigor I had. I didn't even pick Pace up the plumbing run right. order. Outrageous. Uh, so we've got some battery brands uh, that people have been getting in touch with. Uh, Johnny has come in with, uh, well, uh, Omasa 
Ultra Power uh, has a new player entered the game. All the best, Johnny. The picture that he's uh, um, appended to his email, uh, it's on some kind of tea towel or possibly T-shirt. Uh, but more importantly, the, um, the, 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 the batteries had a, had a real old kind of smash to the side. So, I mean, that's not going to work, is it? The battery looks like it's been some kind of accident. It certainly does. Johnny, thanks for sending Omasa Ultra Power in. Mm. Um, you are the second person to send those in. Right. Our friend Jamie Williamson sent those in in January of last year. Mm. I mean, I, just just so you know, Jonathan, as well. Well, he signs it off Johnny, but his email address is Jonathan. Mm. Um, you, it took me ages to find that because you misspelt the word ultra in your email, so my search function didn't work as well. I've put the extra work in there for you, but can right. you please make sure next time you check on your detail? Yeah, but what, what, we did, what did they actually write? Did they write the word ultra incorrectly? Yeah, U-I-T-R-A. Look at the battery picture. Look at what that yeah, says. But that's Luke. not going to help me on the search, is it? I'm just saying. Look at look at what it says on the battery. The actual battery is ultra power. It's not ultra. It's ultra. Isn't that amazing? Oh, that's weird. Well, hang on. I'll take it back. Well, so that might be a new player then. If you're having, if you're typing ultra power, and you're not no, finding because, anything. Well, this is the thing. It's clearly supposed to be ultra power, but somebody yeah, fucked up somewhere, and that's your branding. In, but Jamie, you sent them in January of last year. Mm. He's called them Omasa Ultra Power, and his are the same with ultra power. And Rory has categorised them as ultra power in the in the running order. So I don't know. Either way, you you slice it, they've been sent in before. They have, but I mean, but but we put in an ultra power where it should have been an ultra power. Yeah, so, and, so basically, know, we I are, agree. So we've let I everyone apologize down, to Johnny. Really. It's not yeah. his fault. It's not his fault. Uh, he did the right uh, thing. As I've got blameless. on my high horse there, and it's, I've embarrassed myself. I apologise for that, um, but you're still not a new player. Well, luckily, I mean, because the battery is so crushed, we could actually probably fit two ears in one hole in the battery, Daddy, because uh, it is quite squished. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. Andrew Leonard. Hello to Luke and Pete. Uh, I'm hoping to enter my second new player into the game, but my hopes remain very low with the Raiden Extra Power Alkaline, or is it Pyden, uh, that I found in the remote out of my new air conditioner, a must-have in the UK summers. Thanks, you, as always, for all of the wonderful content across the stack stable this provides me with a lifetime of entertaining commutes especially during the dark days of covid not a problem andrew um so yeah uh raiden extra power alkaline or is it paiden uh it's very reflective the logo is awful i think it might be paiden <laughs> yeah regardless of what it is dave mm. height sent them in in ah, this, um, july so. of last year, of 2021 we're having so a stinker here absolute you're, stinker you're only the second person to send them in but you're not a new player i'm afraid right i'd love to know what job you have andrew because you shouldn't be commuting during covid technically speaking unless you're a key worker i'll assume you are at this stage <laughs> um, unless you tell me otherwise right okay well I, I mean i think i i think if they're not going to start prosecuting people who are doing it in number 10 i don't think they're going to start doing ah, input, no do the number so, on andrew prosecute the, the people with no power Right, easier. okay, yeah, you're quite, you're quite right. You're quite right. I've and got... um, if you are going to be Minister of Internet on the Tory front bench going forward, Pete, you're going to have to start towing the party line, I'm afraid. Well, I've, I've got my uh, my spad, Luke Moore. You can't even type in um, <laughs> whatever it was. Ultra into it. If I'm your spad, box. you're in fucking big trouble, pal. <laughs> uh, Johnny Dunn's got in touch. Have I stumbled across a new player in my daughter's second-hand music box? I hope so. Congrats to Luke on entering fatherhood. Um, Johnny Dunn. Hey, Johnny Dunn, says, uh, says at the end of his email. Which, uh, is that in reference to Hey, Johnny Park, the Foo Fighters song for the first album? Probably not. Might be. Might be. So I find it very difficult to search for Nevolution mm. because there's no, um, there's basically no, he's not typed the word Nevolution in his email. Right, so it okay. Doesn't, it doesn't appear on the search. <laughs> right. So basically, I can't find anyone who sent in batteries with Nevolution on it before him. Okay. So I'm going to assume 
It's a new player. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. I'm looking. It's Japanese as well. I think so. Well done them. For so if you can, it. if you can email us in mm. and prove that you sent Nevolution alkaline batteries in before Johnny done, mm. I would love to hear from you. Otherwise, Johnny gets the uh, gets the plaudits. It's revolution, not nevolution. Well, exactly. This has been. Uh, a most excellent Luke and Pete Show, even if we say so ourselves. Uh, we'll be back on uh, Monday here on Luke and Pete Show, um, and we'll be just talking about stuff what's happened over the weekend and through the week, I suppose. Yeah, and I think what's happening is we're recording the Monday one slightly in advance so Rory can go to Glastonbury. So let's try and make the next record really difficult. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah, has loads yeah, more editing yeah, to okay, do. Okay, dokie, lovely and, stuff. Uh, All right. Yeah, because I, right. I just don't really think people should be having fun on our dime. <laughs> no, I mean, we're not having not, any fun. Technically, <laughs> I'm not having any fun on or off times. That's what I would no. say. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Have a good weekend. All right, baby bobbers. Bye bye. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.